This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Lux, and today's game will be a special 2v1 home court advantage game, pitting the team of Benchwarmer Eric and Benchwarmer Emeritus Dan versus Benchwarmer Scott. That's right, it's finally time for the long-promised, much-anticipated home court advantage game for Scott Grimes, taking on the most prolific Benchwarmer team, rarely playing together, maybe never playing together, Dan and Eric. Dan and Eric, let's start with you since you're the visiting team. Dan, how you doing? How are you enjoying your hiatus so far? I'm eating Swedish fish, drinking coffee. Terrible combination, but oh. I'm doing good. I'm um, I'm in my favorite hoodie. I'm in a Minnesota Wild hoodie who's actually having a really good season this year. Eric, see that? We're, we're, we're not going to get along today at all, are we? <laughs> well, you said re- you said really good season. It's like 10, 13, 15 second, games in. Second, be- second best start they've ever had to a season I'm taking. Okay. You can talk to me three months from now when they tank. I'm sure right. you will, too. <laughs> I'm the dude abides, man. I'm here. Productive hiatus, though. I mean, you're on caffeine and sugar. That's that's about as good as it gets. So, all right, Eric, how are you doing this evening? And uh, why don't you tell us what your team name is? Yeah, tell us what our team name is, because I don't right. want to know, too. Oh, yeah. You, you were all part of this, Dan. I don't, you can't get out of this. Um, so no one ever... I'm I'm fine. I mean, I guess that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm fine. Thanksgiving's coming, so that's fun. Anyway, so uh, Dan and I, like you said, never get to team up, rarely. But we're always here, and we're always will be here, and it's always an option. So Dan and I are really the equivalent. No matter what you do to keep us down, there's always going to be a flare-up. So our team name today is going to be Herpes, and... It's just that's what it is. It's we're we're here. You can't beat us. We're always around, and we'll we'll always show up when you least expect it. So just herpes, just herpes. And I got Scott's just, name too. Just as the long Greek as he's God. not simplex, <laughs> right? Uh, wait. So you're gonna be herpes. So Scott, are you also choosing a Greek God for your team name? That was a that was a P, not an M, David. Yeah. Oh, right. so, oh, oh. Uh, it autocorrected as soon as I typed it. I wonder why. All right. Scott, how are you doing tonight? Are you ready for this? This is a big moment. Yeah, I mean, you win some and you don't lose some. And that's why we're here, right? Because for 70 days, I didn't lose a game. Um, Just to put that in perspective, that's longer than the entire NBA playoffs lasted. So it's pretty, pretty impressive, pretty long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, I guess. I mean, the pig's out for the slaughter, but I... um. I'm looking forward to it. Some have said, not me, but some maybe members of the bench have said that me not losing for 70 days is the equivalent of Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. I haven't said that. I, I didn't say that. I heard it, and I'm just putting that out there. So uh, I guess Eric is going to give you my team name because he came up with it. So go ahead. Well, it's not something I came up with. I think I believe a pharmaceutical company did this. Um, the only thing that can beat herpes or slow it down is Veltrex. So Scott's team's name today will be Veltrex. <laughs> so he is a Greek god. Okay. I, I was close <laughs> with Simplex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had no idea. I, okay. Excellent. Veltrex. Okay. I'm glad you're not going with the official long medical name, which I just looked up and I did it's not know. It's Vesiclavir so. if you want to. Okay. You know, just yeah, I, I mean, I know you're a nurse and all, but you know just a little bit too much about this. All right. Like off the top yeah. of your head, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without even really thinking about it. I think Valtrex is on written uh, on the back of one of the jerseys that's hanging behind him as we speak. So yes, yeah. he's my favorite, <laughs> favorite European hockey player, <laughs> which makes perfect sense. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. 
All right. It's time for the coin flip. And I'm going to do this a little bit differently. Scott, since it's your home court advantage, I'm going to change the rules. So I'm going to read the question. And once you hear the question, I'll let you decide whether you want to answer it or not. All right. Or whether you want to immediately drive the stake between these guys and let them start fighting. I'll leave it up to you. Okay. So here's, here's the question. According to ProFootballHallOfFame.com, counting AFL picks, which are there more of all time? Hall of Famers that were selected in the first round or Hall of Famers that were selected in all other rounds combined? I'll let you think about that for a second and decide whether you want to try to answer that or give it to these guys. I'm, I'm going to answer it. I, I, I need to have my fate in my own hands. I'm not going to leave it up to these geniuses. So uh, I'm going to say that there are more Hall of Famers drafted in all other rounds. Okay, this one is actually remarkably close. I could not believe when I looked at this. So in the Hall of Fame, counting AFL picks, there are 107 picks that were drafted in the first round, that were originally drafted in the first round. There are 106 from all other rounds combined. So sadly, Scott has lost the first 10 points. That's the harbinger of things to come. No, 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 no. We got, we got a lot more going your way. Don't, don't, don't lose faith yet. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score of... Valtrex with zero and herpes with <laughs> 10 herpes is winning so far let's see if it continues it's always winning before we get to the first quarter we wanted to let you know that we are on patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us there's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. So today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Okay, each answer of this pre and post game is going to be a pair of an NFL running back and a pro wrestler. Oh boy. For the NFL running back, I'm only going to give you the name of the franchise for which they are the career yards rushing leader. And for the pro wrestler, I'm only going to give you their real name. So for example, I'll, I'll waste an old school one. I've got a lot of examples of this. But if I said San Francisco 49ers and George Raymond Wagner, your answer would be Frank Gorgeous George. So with apologies for some of the pronunciations here, and I'll paste them in so we don't get this wrong. Frank Gore, the boxer? Yes, yeah, Frank, Frank Gore, the boxer. Yes. Not Derek's dad. Question number one, pre and post game. Tennessee Titans and William James Myers. Checked in. All right. Herpes is checked in. That doesn't sound good <laughs> at all. Valtrex, it's time for you. It's to almost talk as it if out. you thought this out. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea because I don't know who that franchise's rushing leader is. I'm not getting trapped by Eddie George ever again on this podcast. I'm thinking, and Matt would appreciate this. It's Earl Christian Campbell, but I really don't know who it is, and that doesn't seem to work with anything. Bell or Bull, unless it's Bully Ray, and I don't think it is. So I got to pick something that works, I guess. It's not Chris Johnson. I don't think it's Eric Dickerson. So for the sake of at least having an answer that could work, I'm just going to say Eddie George the Animal Steal, and we'll move on from there. All right. Herpes, what did you guys have? <laughs> Should I say, wait, maybe I should say it the other way around. What did you guys have? Herpes? <laughs> it's all where you put the commas. <laughs> I happen to know who Williams James Myers was. So we, I went back to front. Uh, Williams James Myers is George the Animal Steel. So it is Eddie George the Animal Steel. 
Both teams will be receiving points. And actually, when I ran this question by Eric Walling, his comment, uh, I ran I ran this whole round by Eric Walling, and his comment was perfect. At least Scott finally gets to answer Eddie George and have it be right. So, <laughs> so as, as, soon as, as soon as Scott started saying he couldn't answer Eddie, answer Eddie George, remember, Scott, it's your night. It's your night. It's your home court advantage. You're so right. Let's just stick to that. Every other answer is Trajan Langdon from here on out. Exactly. Okay. Question number two. Sion Valahi and the Houston Texans. I'm good with you. Are. All right. Let's do it. We'll check in. All right. Herpes is checked in. Foul checks. Talk it out. I don't have either one on this one. So, I mean, see on the, that you think that's Samoan, but I know it's not Yokozuna. I know it's not Roman Reigns. I know it's not Rikishi or Jimmy Snuka. So I don't even know who else it might be. And the Texans don't typically have good running backs for very long. Arian Foster maybe is the franchise leader. Steve Slayton, I, I I really I have no idea. Um, I can't even think of an answer that would make sense. Dominic Davis, no, I don't know. So I'm going to just punt this one. I think I don't think I've ever punted a pre and post game before. Thanks a lot, oh. David. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, this don't actually Scott's be night. Don't actually be sad. I know. I. I... It, 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 it is Scott's night. I was trying to write a game for Scott. So I apologize in advance if this happens more. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just try to cough and corner this thing. So Valtrex has punted herpes. What do you have? We're pretty positive this is Arian Foster. So we went back to front again. Only one we could think of that ended with Arian would have been someone who you were right around. The um, He is Tongan, I believe. I think he's Tongan. Yeah, the barbarian, barbarian Foster. The Barbarian Foster. That is correct. So one team is receiving points. And yeah, he is Tongan, not Samoan. I had to look uh, that up because um okay. Question number three of our pre and post game. James Morris and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's gotta be right, right? Yeah, that's it. We'll check in. All right. Herpes once again is checked in. Valtrex. The only thing I can think of is Hillbilly Jim Brown. So that's what I'm checking in with. And herpes? What did you guys have? <laughs> that's the only thing we could think of, too. So that's what we said. Hillbilly Jim Brown, which is a great visual, by the way. <laughs> it, it is, in fact, Hillbilly Jim Brown. Points all around. Nice job, Veltrex. Our last pre and post game. The Rams and Chad Lale. Uh, I'm going to check in. All right. Valtrix has checked in. Time to talk out herpes. Okay, so you're you're positive on Steven Jackson? Oh, yeah. Easily. Of all the history the Rams have had, that's crazy that he's the all-time leader. But yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's not, it's not close. You say that there was someone whose name was Jackson. I he is or was. I don't I'm I mean I've I've saw it. It could have been it's not around now, I'll tell you that. Um sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I'm pretty up on what's going on now. Um, but I, like I said, I had a 15 year um, gap in my wrestling fandom. Okay. Um, from when WW, from when WCW ended until about five years ago. So this guy may very well have fallen in that gap. And I don't, I, I I can't. Think I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to pull the last name. I I I know I saw the name Jackson on the TV as I was watching. Either it was on in the background, and that was it. That's all I got. All right. So we've got Stephen Jackson Brown. Got it. Nail it. Gotta be somebody's baby. <laughs> Sixty nine. He was twenty one. That's I know that. <laughs> All right, so Herpes just checked in with Stephen Jackson Brown. Valtrex, what do you have? I, I do like Jackson Brown. Um, I Yeah, I, I knew it was Stephen Jackson because thanks to a Sporkle quiz um, that I did a, a while back. And then I was just trying to, I was like, son, and I was on that for a while trying to think if this was sunny something or un. 
And then I said, maybe it's just Jackson. And there were only two Jacksons that I could think of. And the one that I think Eric's referring to who's recent is Jackson Riker. So I checked in with Steven Jackson Riker. One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Steven Jackson Riker. Maybe you can help us on on what Steve on Jackson Riker and what he's what he's done because I I couldn't come uh, up with I much. Mean, he hasn't Wait, done it, anything as far as wrestling is concerned. He's he's okay. like a curtain jerker kind of a jobber. I had a few more just in the in the, just in case one of those went south. <laughs> oh, I had uh, Phoenix Cardinals and Tammy Lynn Sitch. Anyone real quickly? Well, I won't. Uh, I won't subject you to this. But Otis that Anderson, was, Sonny, or it was, Sonny, oh, it, was oh, it was Otis Otter Anderson, and, and Sonny. Oh, Otis Anderson. I had one in the spirit. This one was written for Scott, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. But it's in the in the mode of Jermichael Finley. I had Adam oh. Joseph Copeland and Colts. Edger and James. Edger and James. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, after the first quarter, we have a score of herpes with 85 and Valtrex with 75. All right, Scott, since it's home court advantage time, I have two different quarters written for the second quarter, and I'm going to give you your choice. Choice number one is sporting haikus. And I'm going to tell you that that is by far the easier of the two. And it's all about modern NBA and WNBA. Or your option number two is five on three. Definitely the harder of the two. And the subject are WNBA, NBA, and women's sports. So I'm telling you ahead of time so you can make a strategic decision whether you want to go hard as a differentiator or easy to get the points or however you want to play it. I'll, I'll leave it to you. Interesting. The only thing I studied prior to this game was WNBA. So that's fresh in my head. It's the only thing I looked up because I figured it would come up and I'm not particularly strong recent WNBA. So I, like, I looked up a lot of stuff over the last five years or so. Five on three could potentially give me an advantage with Eric as a known go big or go home. Maybe they could mess up on one. Sporting haikus doesn't really give me as much leeway to potentially gain points on them. You know what? Yeah, five on three is going to be more fun. I'll probably regret it. But for the sake of all of you listeners out there that I love and adore, let's do five on three. All right. Scott's made the call. Today's second quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Eric, were we supposed to study? Uh, I, I didn't get I got, that memo. You guys don't have to. <laughs> That's right. List number one of five on three. The last five unique NBA season leaders in dunks. I'm going to check in, David. All right. Valtrex has checked in. Herpes, talk it out. So you think uh, you think Rudy Gobert? I mean, that's... We're going unique... To Giannis, he may have. Um, I was going to say like a DeAndre Jordan, maybe, but these are all more or less like just one hundred percent like guesses. Other than I want to say Gobert, for some reason I saw that he was like either lead in putbacks or dunks. I forget. It's one of their. Do you think he's led like multiple seasons? Possibly. So. I don't know if you want to just go with one maybe and play it safe or we can throw two. I don't know. I don't anything past that's going to be literally just a rolling the dice and, you know, hope for the best. But I think DeAndre Jordan would be up there. Okay. I'd be fine with Gobert and Jordan. Uh, that's perfectly fine with me. I don't like I said, I, I'm going to be very little help on this category. All right. Well, let's let's just uh, we'll do Gobert and DeAndre Jordan. So check in. Yes, it is. All right, herpes is checked in. Valtrex, what did you have? Herpes never checks out. So, well, the first three names written on my little list here are Giannis, Gobert, and DeAndre Jordan. So, we were thinking, but I, I thought maybe Dwight Howard. But it's, then it comes down to how far does this go back, right? Because DeAndre Jordan probably hasn't led the league in dunks and 
six or seven years just based on playing time. I thought like Hassan Whiteside, maybe, maybe this goes far back to Blake Griffin, but I didn't want to chance it. So I ended up just checking in with Rudy Gobert and Giannis. Okay. So let me give you the list of the way I had it. Rudy Gobert, actually the last three seasons led prior to that for one season, it was Clint Capella. Yes. I had his name on my list too. Damn it. Prior to that four seasons was Deandre Jordan. Prior to that, Blake Griffin for two seasons. Before that, it was Dwight Howard for six. And so the five unique take us all the way back, actually, to Shaq. That's how far back the five goes. So it goes pretty far back. So by my count, Herpes got two right, and Giannis was wrong. Correct. Okay. Okay. Question number two. Top five all-time WNBA scorers that won a title in college. I'm checked in, David. All right. Valtrex is checked in. Herpes, you can now talk. Okay, so I think that Diana Taurasi for sure. Okay. Um, I think Sue Bird for sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's... It's Okay, so it's not Tina Thompson. No. And it's also not um, who else is up there? I it's uh, oh, Candace Dupree. It's not her. Um, Pondexter. Pondexter, maybe. Where did she go to school? Um, Wasn't she one of those Rutger girls? Okay, yeah. Then no. So that brings us to you said Tina Charles. Tina Charles very well could be. Where'd she go to school? Uh, UConn. 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 So it's got to be. If she went to, if they went to UConn, they won a title. That's yeah. how it goes. So that's um, another. So that gives us four. Um, what about like Lisa Leslie? She didn't win. Uh, that's that's so far back. I can't remember. But she went to USC, and I don't believe they've ever won. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So that would not that would kick her out immediately. Um, Candace Parker, maybe. Yeah, Lauren Jackson, but she didn't go to college, right? She was, I don't. Re- I Aust- don't remember on her. Honestly, she's Australian. I believe, I thought. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I think I think catchings though is going to. Yeah, that's what I have right now. I have Bird, Karasi, Catchings, and Charles. Okay. And then I think after that, it's going to be a Candace Parker, possibly. But that I'm going to defer to you because I'm just. Yeah. Did, did LSU win one? No, never. Okay. Then Candace Parker might be the next one. Um, I'm not certain on that, though. I, I, I mean, we're talking, we're down into the. You know, like the the low teens now. Sure. I mean, but we know Lisa Leslie hasn't. And, you know, so. Right. Because like you said, um, if it's it's either going to be like UConn or, you know, Tennessee are going to be the ones that have won. And I think we've checked most of those off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else? It's gonna, We're going to have to go back a little ways. Baylor. I mean, they were undefeated in 2012. But who would be on the list from Baylor? Just. um Oh, we have time here. Um, yeah, I say we just call it four. All right, let's go with the four then. All right, we're going to go with Bird, Tarasi, Catchings, and Charles. Okay. And Valtrix, what did you have? I pretty much thought of all those names as well. I couldn't remember if LSU won and if they did, how far on the list Simone Augustus was. So that scared me, but I need points to play with. So I just checked in with Tarasi. Sue Bird, and then, of course, thanks to the commercial, Candace Parker. Okay, I'll go over the list. So number one all-time in scoring was Diana Taurasi, um, and she, of course, went to UConn. Number three all-time is Tamika Catchings. She went to Tennessee and won a championship in 1998. Sue Bird, number six all-time, went to UConn and uh, got titles in 2000, 2002. Then we have Tina Charles, number eight all-time, won college uh, titles at, at UConn at 2009 to 2010. 
And number five in the list, who's number 12 all time is Candace Parker, who won titles at Tennessee in 2007 and 2008. So yeah, so every one of them either went to UConn and Tennessee, which I guess is not a huge surprise. Uh, by the way, uh, since you were talking about it, I'm pretty sure USC won, but it goes back to the mid 80s. It might have been in the Cheryl Miller oh, days, but Lisa Leslie yeah, never won. I think so. So, so by my count, um, Harpy's got 40 points for that and Valtrex 30 points. Okay, our mm -hmm. last five on three. Uh, I want the last five unique winners of the AP Women's Athlete of the Year from the U.S. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check in, David. All right. Valtrex has checked in once again. Herpes, talk it out. All right. So I sent you a uh, Biles and Serena. One, th those have to be right. right. Um, I know Monet Davis did. So that's one of the last five. Yeah, because if you think about it, Biles and Serena will have multiple. Yeah, that's true. Serena's probably got, you know, over five in her career, let alone. And you know what I mean? So, right. And then if you go to like an Olympic year or around that time, then that puts you in like a, a Katie Ledecky. Um, and then 2012, if we go back to that, I think that that's the Gabby Douglas Olympics, right? Yeah. Because this year, I believe it was that that tennis player from uh, Naomi Osaka. Yeah, Japan. So that's where I stand. I can't think of somebody outside of them. You know, like an Abby Wambach would be too far back, I think. But well, when did they win the, uh, they won the World Cup three years ago? She wasn't on that. Oh, not Wambach. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Rapinoe. Oh, no, no, she wouldn't have been. She wouldn't have won it. Yeah. She wasn't a big name till after that i want to say i mean you, there's a possibility of a candace parker sneaking in there or a you know about, somebody from the chloe, wnba but chloe kim for for tw like for 2018 the winter olympics oh i don't think they get a lot of a lot of love okay this, to be honest but i mean i'm not it's it's up to you if you think that may have been then i don't know no, I, I ones I'm ones I'm 100 sure on are going to be Williams, Biles, and Monet Davis, and if it goes back far enough, definitely Gabby Douglas. Okay, yeah, let's let's do that then. Let's do those. Okay, that's fine. Leave Ledecky off. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go Biles, Serena, Monet Davis, and Gabby Douglas. Okay, Herpes is checked in. Valtrex, what do you have? Uh, yeah, I was scared about how far this might go back, and I didn't want to risk Gabby Douglas or going too far back. So I just checked in to be safe with Simone Biles and Serena Williams. Okay, both teams are receiving points. Let me go over the list. So you mentioned Osaka. She she won in 2020. Everybody before that for a pretty long stretch was was American. So Simone Biles won in 2019 and 2016. Serena won in 18, 15, 13, 9, and 2. Katie Ledecky in 2017, not even an Olympic year. Monet Davis, I cannot believe you pulled that, but 2014 and Gabby Douglas in 2012. So I had 40 points for herpes and 20 for Valtrex. It almost goes back to like Annika Sorenstam. You're getting the there. one just before that. It almost goes back to her. The one just before the end, before you get to her. So it goes Serena, Lindsey Vaughn is in there. Abby Wambach is in there. Yeah. When you get back that far, Candace Parker is in there. Oh. Lorena Ochoa is in oh, there two Lorena years in a Ochoa. row. Yeah. And then and then Annika Sorenstrom won three years in a row in the 2003-2004 range. Okay. Okay. After the <laughs> second quarter, we have a score of Herpes with 185 and Valtrex with 125. That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. So this halftime is going to be entirely hip-hop and rap lyrics, okay? Since I'm clearly not the ideal candidate to be writing these, I did research all the questions, but every one of them has been run by Daddy Alaska. So these have been Marcus approved. Here we go. Can question you please one. rap them, David? Yeah, not, not going to do that. This, this is this is my game. You said I get to have it my way, right? <laughs> Fair enough. And you did sing Jackson Brown earlier, so it seems only logical that I would be rapping. What basketball player? Question one. What basketball player 
does Kanye West reference in the song All Mine with the lyrics, all these thoughts on Christian mingle, almost what got dot, 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 single. I have a thought. And it rhymes with. Go ahead, Dan. I got nothing. That's what I think. That's let me check that in. And and if that's right, I'm going to walk away and you're going to finish this, uh, finish this round off by yourself. Cause I don't think I can get past this one. If I, if I'm right. Dan, Dan, if you get this right, I'm walking away. There'll be no more game. All right. <laughs> I'm checked in. Then. <laughs> <We're> checked in. <laughs> All right. Herpes is checked in Valtrex. Please talk it out. So I had absolutely no clue on this. No idea because it sounds like this is more recent Kanye and that's not something I listened to. I had no idea until Dan said, and it would rhyme with. And then I realized Christian rhymes with Tristan. Tristan dated Chloe. Chloe's Kim's sister. Kanye's married to Kim. So I'm going to check in with Tristan Thompson due to the assist there from Mr. Lundberg. All right. Harpies. What did you I have? want you to say that again. I want you to say that you got an assist on this one from me. <laughs> that's that's exactly uh, had you not life. said that it Tristan wouldn't have crossed my mind at all. I thought that, Lamar Odom maybe, but I didn't know if Kanye would go there. But then I was like, it's Kanye. Of course he would go there. I um, positive, positive sign to everything. Yes, please tell what us you what just, you checked in what with you, what you just said, Scott, is exactly what my thinking was. Is that Tristan Thompson and Chloe were in a relationship, and Tristan and Christian rhymed? It had we had to get it from that, right? I mean, it had to come off of that rhyming line. So we, I checked in. We checked in with Tristan. Just with Tristan. Well, I mean, you want the answer? You want well the, the it says what basketball, basketball player is referenced? Oh, basketball player. Okay, well, Tristan Thompson. Okay, okay. So points all around. Yes, it's all these thoughts on Christian Mingle, almost what got Tristan single. Well done, everybody. Good, good reasoning. Nicely done. All right. Question two. It Beyonce and Jay-Z's lyrics in Black Effect. What basketball player is referenced with the line mobbing in a hoodie like dot, dot, dot? We're checked in. All right. Her piece is checked in. Feltrex, talk it out. Um, Bill Belichick, I, <laughs> trying to get it off the hoodie thing. I know it says basketball player before you freak out. I know. Um, I didn't get any sort of hint or assist or clue from Dan on this one. So, um, yeah, I had to play this one close to the to, close to the vest, you know, close to close to the hoodie. And Dan's wearing a hoodie, so it's it's as if they needed any sort of advantages. Um, he's also you might mobbing, even say I'm way. mobbing in a hoodie right now. Yeah, mobbing in a hoodie like Lundberg, Spencer Dinwoody. And he, they just said it differently. Uh, if there's a reference in here, I'm not getting it as far as what NBA players predominantly wear hoodies. I don't think it's Russell Westbrook because he wears way weirder clothes than hoodies. I don't really have much to go off of here except for that. Well, Beyonce's from Houston and Jay-Z's from New York. So I'm going to say James Harden because he played for Houston and now he's in Brooklyn and Jay-Z is a part owner. So I'm just going to check in with James Harden. All right. Herpes, what did you have? Mobbing in a hoodie like Wesley and Woody would have been a really good good line, but uh, it's it, it took a second to read into the lyrics. But once I finally saw it and saw what the rhyme scheme had to be, it it's uh, it's obviously Arvidas Sabonis. <laughs> uh, it is surprisingly shockingly, it is not Arvidas Sabonis. Yeah, this was there were no references in this one. This was just one that I was hoping that somebody knew. Uh, it's actually mobbing in a hoodie like mellow. And I believe the next line is something, something, something like hello, hello. Not like Maria and, Bello? No, the, well, there's something, something, something is all just like MF in this, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember exactly. I looked it up. My apologies. <laughs> my apologies. All right. We move on to question three quickly before there's there are any tomatoes thrown at the, the host. What NFL team is referenced in Cameron's 357 in the line following? Never been to Sesame Street, but I flip a big bird. Dot, dot, dot. I think that's Cameron. Is it Cameron? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> what, did I, what did I say? How did I pronounce it? Did I say Cameron? Did I say Cameron? Like Cameron Indoor Stadium? Okay. It's Cameron Indoor Stadium and Cameron. Cameron. Okay. 
Well, hopefully you get it now, now that you've corrected my pronunciation. Man, not my strength. I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know any white rappers named Cameron. <laughs> this is the only this is the only song I've heard, so hold on. Okay. I'm gonna check in. All right. Valtrex is checked in. Hopefully confidently. Harpies, talk it out. Yeah, this is gonna come as a shock to a lot of people out there while you're thinking about this, Eric. Um and I don't think there's any video evidence, so don't go looking for it but uh all right sit down everyone i was in a hip-hop band in college just call it a band a band i was in a <laughs> it was actually a band there was, was actually, it, was it there D12? Were actually live music there were actually <laughs> live musicians in it as well um, my band my band it was more like it, 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 it was more like you know like the like the jazz hip-hop thing going you know with the the live drummer and the and um musicians but were you parliament funkadelic we were not um oh, all right i actually um yeah we're not going to go anywhere further than this but anyway all there's that no say, pictures though um there might be pictures there's no videos though there's definitely no videos um all that to say is i'm i'm usually pretty good at picking up like rhyme schemes okay so the one that jumped out at me on this one is um off of big bird being pittsburgh do you remember hearing anything in there about the Steelers uh, and I know Steelers and they're not from Pitt it's Pittsburgh okay I check in yes yeah we'll check that in okay all right herpes has checked in Valtrex what did you have I wasn't in a hip-hop band I didn't have any sort of shout out to off. Dan's hip-hop bandmates who will what be performing at the, at the benches this year okay um so Let's get Scott's uh, answer first, then I'll right, tell sorry. you what it was. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. R real quick, my logic was: say I didn't pick up on that rhyme scheme. I just thought maybe it's one of the teams that's a bird. So then I kind of had to narrow it down. I went with the Ravens just based on Cameron's relevancy and his timeline, and the Ravens winning a Super Bowl around that time. So I checked in incorrectly with the Ravens. Well, you had the right division. Um, I did. The correct. The correct answer is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and these guys nailed the lyrics. It was never been to Sesame Street, but I flip a big bird, and I know Steelers, and they not from Pittsburgh. So yes, there was a rhyming scheme. We all need to study our rhyming couplets a little bit more. Maybe maybe limericks will help. All right, Dan's, Dan's hosting a master class actually. <laughs> That's right. Um, so yeah, my uh, the other main guy in the in the band was um, a friend of mine from Vietnam. His name was <laughs> his name was Fook. P-H-U-C. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait. I love how you, when you said Vietnam, I thought you meant the war. I'm like, you're not that old. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's uh, just some super old dude from Vietnam. <laughs> um, And we were, we were called the, uh, we were called EWC or the East West Connection. And this podcast uh, has jumped the shark. Is his, his name was Fuke and the best you could do Fook. was East No, Fook. no, not Cameron. Oh, okay. Fuke. <laughs> It was Fook, and he actually went Fook. by this is this is the nineties, so you just gotta go with it. He went by Fresh Funky Fook. I and, was MC okay. Sticks, by the way. MC Sticks. Was that with an X or K no? That was just, no, it was just 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 S T I C K S. I can't pull off an X. He's <laughs> gonna have that street cred. <laughs> but the, if you do find the, if you do find the pictures of me, um, I'm I am decked out in a uh, Marcus Allen jersey. Got the Raiders hat. I've got the uh, the goatee that goes down about three inches past my uh, past my chin. The curly, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need long, you to long, get, get out long of this. hair. Yeah, that's you can find it somewhere. I'm sure. You know what? I'm gonna do us all a favor right now and give us the episode title. What the fook? <laughs> and then and that picture can be the graphic when we find it. Somebody find that. Also, shout out to Fook if you're listening. I'll make sure he listens to it. <laughs> Tell him he got a shout out on this one. He's a doctor in in uh, Texas now, so he's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, doctors only listen to triviality. They don't they don't listen to this. What what kind of doc is he? What's his specialty? I thought he was general practice. I you'd think okay. I, I haven't talked to him in a while. So we had a falling out. We oh. didn't really have a falling out. Oh, oh this is like the VH out. one behind the music. Oh my this god, that's incredible. It's basically NWA part two. If you're if, if you're listening, Fook, we did not have a falling out. You know that. Love you, man. There's gonna be a biopic coming up. Straight, straight out of soda. 
all right. So coming out of halftime, our scores are Herpes has a score of 235 and Valtrex has 150. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. That brings us to the third quarter, which today will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question one of the missing link and a somewhat continuation of the halftime. One of the most dominant athletes of the 1980s and good friend of the late Tupac was referenced in Tupac's song, It Ain't Easy, in the line, getting calls from dot, 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 ain't nothing nice. Yo, Pac, do something righteous with your life. The lyrics apparently recall a conversation that happened while Tupac was in prison. Dan, we can check in. Okay. This is very quickly checked in. Valtrex? I, I guess I have to. I mean, where's Fook when you need him? Because I have to figure out the rhyme scheme, I guess. No, that would be me. Fook was not one Oh, sorry. Rhymes. Yes. No, no, of course not. Ain't nothing nice. Yo, Pac, do something righteous with your life. All right. So late, eight, or not late, just a 1980s dominant athlete who would have potentially visited or called Tupac while he was in prison. He was in prison in 94 into 95. So the people that I'm thinking of, it's like, I, I don't think Mike Tyson's given out that sort of good advice or like Lawrence Taylor. Jordan, no, that seems odd. He listens to Fly Like an Eagle, not Tupac. All right, just pick a sport, pick an athlete. I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. Okay, Valtrex has checked in. Hey, Herpes, please pull us out of this. I was a huge Tupac guy, so uh, this song is very implanted in my mem- memory. Um, it's Mike Tyson. One team is yeah. receiving points. It is, in fact, Mike Tyson. My, my subtle clue there, other than the dominant athlete, was it recalls a conversation when Tupac was in prison. I had originally written it as not when he was in prison, but that was slashed as making the question too easy. Okay. The theme linked answer so far, Mike Tyson. Question number two. Among his accomplishments were winning best built man of Europe, first place in the international powerlifting championships, and a mention in House of Pain's jump around. Yeah, we're checked in. All right. Herpes is checked in. Valtrex, your turn to talk it out. Seems like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but that also seems very obvious. But I'm going to check in with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Herpes, what did you have? Uh, Yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is. Or better a Terminator like Arnold Schwarzenegger, try to play me out like as if my name was Sega. Uh, that's correct. Those are just about the only rap lyrics I can... I can do not well but i but i would actually know so yes uh points all around and the theme linked answers thus far are mike tyson and arnold schwarzenegger question number three of our missing link as a rookie became the heaviest player to ever score a touchdown in the super bowl giving his team a 41 point lead i'm gonna i'm gonna check in david okay valtrex has checked in herpes you can talk it out I mean, Was that be. his rookie year? I mean, uh, no clue. Um, sure. Let's go with it. Makes sense. I know he scored a touchdown. He's gigantic. So William, William, the Admiral, I mean, William, the refrigerator Perry. Yes. Not Admiral Perry. Yeah, we'll check in with William Perry. Okay. And Valtrex, what did you have? 
yeah, I didn't think anyone else. I mean, I couldn't think of anyone else that really fit. So I also checked in with the fridge. And that is correct. Uh, William the Refrigerator Perry. I actually had to make sure that nobody, because guys have gotten heavier even in the generation since. I had to go back and make sure that nobody has scored. But then again, I'm pretty sure they didn't. They were uh, generous with his weight when they quoted it in the first place. So uh, our theme link dancers thus far are Mike Tyson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and The Fridge, William Perry. Okay, question number four. This former Major League catcher is a member of the Wisconsin Sportscaster Hall of Fame, but is more famous for such lines in commercials and movies as, I must be in the front row and just a bit outside. Check in. Herpes has checked in. Valtrex, talk it out. Uh, I'm in the check-in with Bob Uecker. Herpes, what did you guys have? 202, my lifetime batting average. <laughs> yeah, Bob Uecker. Yeah, in researching this question, I, I discovered something really funny about Bob Uecker. Not that that's hard because he is just so damn funny, but apparently he was traded. I mean, he was a terrible, he wasn't such a great catcher, but he was a terrible hitter. And he was, the Braves acquired him because somehow somebody got the idea that he was a knuckleball catching specialist and they wanted to bring him in to catch Phil Negro. So they asked him at some point in a press conference, what's your trick to catching a knuckleball? He said, the best way to catch a knuckleball is, is wait for it to stop rolling and then pick it up. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a classic Bob Euchre line. I loved it. All right. So our theme link dancers are Mike Tyson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Fridge, William Perry, and Bob Euchre. Question five. This career switch hitter is first all-time in baseball history in singles, second in doubles, and is widely credited with popularizing the head-first slide. Checked in. We're we'll talk it out. Yeah, uh, it's it's Pete Rose. Yeah, I think it's Pete Rose. <laughs> David, I I didn't I didn't give my answer. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, crap! Well, you checked in so quickly. All right, what was your answer? Uh, Pete Rose. <laughs> Pete Rose is correct. I'll give you the theme link dancers, which are Mike Tyson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, William Perry, Bob Euchre, and Pete Rose. Let's go to Valtrex first, and you can share what your theme was, which came in after the second question. Yeah, I, I probably could have done it after the first question. I figured you would probably try to throw me a bone in this round. Um, yeah, I checked in with, after Mike Tyson and then Arnold Schwarzenegger, I thought, well, they've both been at a WrestleMania. So I just assumed that I'd get some others that were as well um, in the fridge was. So I checked in with uh, people who have appeared at a WrestleMania. Okay. And uh, herpes, what did you guys check in with after the third question? If I remember right. Um, I originally said WrestleMania, um, but then I thought about it a little more. I thought it was maybe I wasn't positive on that, but I did remember that there's about nine celebrities um in the wwe hall of fame and i believe the, those are five of the nine that is correct i had actually written down that they were in the hall of fame but but on reflection i realized that scott is absolutely correct i mean obviously they were in the hall of fame because they were at wrestlemania and that is that is certainly a link it wasn't as specific as i was originally looking for but it's not wrong so we're going to award the judges here behind me i have awarded decided to award valtrex the 100 points and herpes the 50 points all right, so after the third quarter, we have scores of Valtrex with 330 points and Herpes with 385 points. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Okay, the categories for today are as follows. Question one, Gary Sheffield, in reference to <laughs> Gary Sheffield. Question two, Grant Hill, in, Grant reference, Hill. Yeah. in reference to Grant Hill. Question three, Tony Romo, in reference to Tony Romo. And question four, Meg, in reference to kickball. Uh, so it's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, category was Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield is one of two players in Major League history 
to have 30 plus home run seasons for five different teams. The other is a player who started his career after Sheffield and retired before Sheffield did. In fact, one year as teammates, Sheffield and this player finished one, two in the league. Name the other player. We can check in. All right. Herpes has checked in. Beltrix. Talk it out. Oh, boy. One, two in the league makes me think it's got to be post San Diego and Milwaukee for Sheffield. So on Florida, that would have been like Bobby Bonilla, Moises Alou. It's definitely not either of them. The Dodgers, I'm th- initially I thought Adrian Beltre, but he played, he definitely played after Sheffield retired. So it's not Beltre. Who else was on that Dodgers team that would have played for a lot of teams? And then there's Atlanta, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. I think Vinny Castilla was there, but he didn't play for five teams. And then the Tigers. And why am I blanking on who else was on those Tigers teams with him? I can't think of who else would have been on the Tigers with him around that time, which would have been the mid-2000s. And the Yankees, Giambi didn't play for five teams. Bobby Abreu certainly didn't hit 30 homers for five teams. Man, maybe I just need to not think of the team and just think of guys who maybe could have done that for five different teams. Can't be... Nope, he retired way after Sheffield did. Man, this is such a good question, too. Um, I don't know. Oh, did he five different teams, though? I'm going to check in with Fred McGriff from the Padres. Yeah, I'll check in Fred McGriff, and I wagered 100 points. All right. Herpes, what did you guys have? Um. So I know he did it with the Rays, the Jays, the Braves, the Padres, and the Cubs. And we said Fred McGriff for 69 points. Both teams are receiving points. And yeah, it was 1992, actually. Um, Fred McGriff was uh, led the league, and Gary Sheffield was second. Although, you, remember, you, may, you may remember that I asked a question about Gary Sheffield, I don't know, a long time ago, that Gary Sheffield never finished in the top five in home runs in the majors. But in, in this particular year, he was eighth in the majors, but second in the National League to Fred McGriff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Sheffield was Padres, Marlins, Dodgers, Braves, and Yankees. And I think uh, Eric Tigers. said it, McGriff was – no, I don't think he had – Oh, I thought you meant – I thought you were naming all his teams. I was like – No, no, no. But I don't think he had three home runs yeah. with the Tigers. No, he didn't. And, and, and McGriff was Padres, Blue Jays, Braves, Rays, and Cubs. So points all around. Well done. Question number two, Grant Hill. In his first six seasons, Grant Hill had 9,393 points, 3,417 rebounds, and 2,720 assists. Only three players have beaten all of these numbers in their first six seasons, before or since. Name two of them, but you can have three guesses. There are three of them, and you get three guesses, and two of them have to be right. So make sure you come up with three guesses. I'll, I'll check in. I, yeah, I'll check in. Valtrex has checked in. Herpes, last chance to talk it out. I, I think LeBron has a shot. Okay. What about somebody like uh, Hayes? I, I think he's in the era before they were rebounds. counting rebounds. and wouldn't, they, um, wouldn't be somebody like Westbrook, would it? I don't know if he's got the points. In his first five seasons, he was sharing the ball an awful lot. How about Durant? Was he a big re? I don't think he was that big, big yeah. rebound guy. Maybe I mean, it could be Malone. I don't know how many assists he was getting though. True, I, I I'm at a loss for this to be honest. So good, good, okay. good for David. Points um, for David on this one. Yeah, um, I have a question. Yeah. All right, so I think we need to go with. I don't mind Rick Barry as an answer. He he was a he he compiled a lot of stats. Sure, kind of an all around player. Um, I don't hate going LeBron, Barry, and Malone, and hoping two of them are right. I yeah yeah I guess. I mean, could it be Oscar Robertson? I don't know. How many, I mean, how many rebounds did he need? Three thousand and six seasons. So how many is that a year? 3,406, so that's 600, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I default to whatever you want to go on. 
I mean, so, it could be. I mean, it could be Oscar Robertson. Let's do Malone, LeBron, and Robertson. Or do you want Barry, LeBron, and Robertson? Um, How much do you like Malone? I just don't know if Malone's getting the assists. Okay, so let's drop him out then. Okay. So Rob Robertson, LeBron, and Rick Barry. Sure. All right. Checking in. Sure. For sixty-nine points. All right. Brings nice. us back to Scott. Sorry. Brings us back to Valtrix. What did you have? Yeah. This. This is. This was tough. Um. First one I came up with is LeBron. I. I think LeBron makes a lot of sense. And then I was like. Do I go with the two triple double guys, Robertson and Westbrook? But I didn't feel great about Westbrook just because, like Dan mentioned, the scoring. And then Durant, I didn't feel comfortable with the assists. So I was struggling to come up with a third person. So I just went with the one I felt most confident with of the three um, kind of people that I was thinking about. So I'm, I'm going to check in with LeBron, Oscar Robertson, and Magic Johnson, even though I don't oh, think Magic had the points. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer uh, answers are LeBron, Oscar Robertson, and actually you were very close with Magic in some respects, and Larry Bird. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot I, of sense. I'm, I'm glad that even though you were both, you, you were, oh, sorry, you were all tortured by that, that everybody got the, the correct answer. Oh, Scott, I didn't even ask you. Number of points for that one? 100. Okay. All right. Going into question three. We have a lead change. Valtrex is now at 5.30 and Herpes is at 5.23. All right. Question number three. When Tony Romo was a senior at Eastern Illinois, he received the award given to the top Division I AA top offensive player. A pretty sweet accomplishment. For whom is this Division I AA, now FCS, award named? We're checked in, David. All right. Herpes is checked in. Valtrex? Talk it out. I really have no way of, of knowing this because it's not an award that I have ever paid attention to. Um, the only thing I had to go off of, and I almost checked in immediately, was the sweet accomplishment making me think Walter Payton. Then I'm like, that's the Man of the Year award. But I'm trying to think of why else you would use the term sweet other than it being a hint. And if it is a hint and it's not Walter Payton, I don't know who else it would be with that hint. Like Sweet River Baines. Yeah, like I don't think it's the John Candy Award, for example. Like, so I, I don't know where else Sweet would go. So, because I have no idea, and I'll just go off of the hint, and maybe they name this before they name the Man of the Year Award, the Walter Payton Award, and he has multiple awards named after him. I don't know. I'll check in with Walter Payton for 100 points. Okay, herpes. So Dan sent over to me Walter Payton. That's what was in my head. And then I remember Cooper Cup also won this award. And I believe uh, uh, the Washington football team's quarterback, uh, was it Taylor Heineke, um, have all won this. So we went with Walter Payton. Both teams are receiving points. And yes, Scott, you were right. Sorry, for 69 points. For 69 points. Both teams are receiving points. And... Uh, Scott, I will tell you, yeah, so there are multiple awards that are named after Walter Payton. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's what the pretty sweet accomplishment was supposed to be hinting you towards because I didn't know who the heck would even know this. They even kept the award the same name when they switched from being Division One AA to FCS. But uh, it is the Walter Payton Award. And in the NFL, it's what meant like sort of citizen of the year, sort of the man of the uh, year. Yeah. Man of the year. Award. They call man of the year. Right. So not necessarily on the field accomplishment, but yeah. uh, and every, every year, former fullback Jared Payton gets to come on TV and like shake people's hands. Fook and I got the uh, Walter Payton Award for best rap band, or a uh, hip hop band. <laughs> hip hop band. I, I have to. I have to. I have to call out Tate Watts, who was our drummer too. He was also Tate, the, uh, Tate Watts. Tate or Tate. Tate. Tate Watts. Tate, Tate Watts. He was, uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he he was our he was our live drummer. He was your drummer. I he was a distant relative of Charlie Watts. I assume. He looks just like him, so I'm guessing. Does he so. really? No, okay. yeah. Tate Watts, man, his drumming was electric. All right, question four. I, I'm not even acknowledging that. It, it, <laughs> question four in Meg. Okay, in what city was the game of kickball believed to have been invented and first played? Hint: It is the same city that once had Jerry Springer as mayor, 
Springer became mayor just months after their Major League Baseball team completed back-to-back World Series wins and five years before their NFL team made their first Super Bowl appearance. Checked in. I'm checked in, too. Damn it. I needed them to get one wrong, David. And you threw him Jerry freaking Springer. <laughs> Dan knows way too much about Jerry Springer, apparently. And herpes. They go right, hand everybody's, hand, really. everybody's checked in. So, uh, Scott, uh, sorry, Valtrex, what did you have? And for how many points? He was the mayor of Cincinnati. 30 points. And herpes. Yeah, he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Which is where, funny enough, it's where kickball was invented. That's right. And herpes. <laughs> and Wait, Skyline you, Chili. I feel like all those things go together. You can't have Skyline Chili and not have a herpes flare up. All I could say is it's really hard to come up with kickball questions. So I figured Cincinnati was about the best I was going to do. Did, did we say our wager? No, I don't know what it was. Oh, oh it was 69 points. Nice. Nice. All right. Our game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Valtrex finishes with 660 points, and our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Robert Griffin III award with 661 points, is Herpes. Anyone else want to say anything before we call it a night? I wish I could say this is the first time that Robert Griffin III and Herpes have been mentioned in the same sentence, but I'm doubting that's true. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, all I can say is, um, oh man, this is I'm, this, this is never going to see the light of day, is it? Um, <laughs> Dude, this is going I, uh, to the main feed. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I oh, was a, um, I was a beatboxer at that point in time in my life, and uh, one of the lines that I wrote, but you'll be jamming to the fresh beat. You'll like it lots. Given off by myself and Tate Watts. Rhyme scheme gets you points, right? Yeah, it does. Fook that. Um, David, thanks for writing this. Um, it was a lot of fun. Really, Some really great questions. I should have trusted my instincts more on the dunks and five on three, but I didn't. And yeah, but no, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for writing it. And I mean, you always do a great job crafting your questions and tailoring it to people's specificities. And I appreciate that. So yeah, thank you. Seriously, Scott, you... You played this game really, really well. I mean, you gave us a run for our money today. So, I mean, you can you can use all the Veltrex you want, but sometimes you get a flare up, and that's what this was. Is uh, herpes comes back with a vengeance. Sometimes you got to in- in- increase the the uh, milligrams. More MGs next time for me. Yes, Scott. It was it was absolutely my pleasure to write the game. I mean, I I had been actually been working on it for a while. I had been. When I thought Marcus was going to host, I had I sent him the wrestling running back questions. Uh, I sent him the Hall of Fa- the the WWE Hall of Fame. I actually had one that was was going to be totally dirty pool. I was going to do a missing link, and I can tell you this now because there would be no other chance to use it. Lolo Jones, Patrick Ewing, Herb Brooks, Scott Grimes, and David Lux, all born on August fifth. That's right. <laughs> and these guys would have been looking at each other like <laughs> WTF. And it would have been just awesome. It would have been just awesome. That would have been cool. Anyway, yeah. So Scott, it was, it was, it was a pleasure to write. It's always fun to write games, but I like these where I can sort of try to try to hit the hit, hit the sweet spot. Um, this is tough. It's hard to write a game to sneak any any pitches past by, past Dan and Eric as a team. Virtually impossible, I've decided. It's so. it's Scott and I line up a lot exactly so yeah this is what bombback was saying he's saying that this was sort of a fool's errand to try to to try to write this game but anyway oh real quick though because i didn't get a chance to say it uh before that on that grant hill question uh because i the math ended up being like 19 7 and 5 roughly for the averages there over six seasons elite company before he got injured it had if it not had it not been for the injuries, we're talking about one of the 15 best players in the history of basketball, bar none. Between college and what he did, the first six years of his career, elite company. It's crazy to think that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. you say Grant Hill, one of the greatest players in history. You think, yeah, yeah, really though. But no, you're right though. With with what his college career was in those first yeah. six years, yeah, absolutely. Well, the funny thing is when I wrote that question and I was looking at the answers, it was LeBron, Oscar Robertson, and Larry Bird, you know, debatably, probably top 10 
all three of them top 10 players all time. And, I mean, right. certainly top 15 players all time. And yet I still looked at it. I was like, you know what? That's hard to get in. in if I had said like all three of them. Well, it's was, always, and it's understated too that like, I mean, Larry Bird and Oscar, I mean, Oscar Robertson, the NBA was a lot different, but I mean, LeBron, it's not like he's had the competition that Grant Hill had to get those numbers. Like you're talking about right, 90s sure. NBA, like sure. that's the cream of the crop when it comes to when Grant Hill was putting up these numbers, like he wasn't going up against the Bobcats, you know? Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Math helps with herpes. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.